I'd like to welcome you to another episode of Money Matters Top Tips for Success, where each and every day I bring on new business owners, entrepreneurs, and executives, and have them share their top tips for success with you. My name is Adam Torres. You can follow me on Instagram at Ask Adam Torres. Keep up with my book releases, book tour schedule, signings, all that other good stuff. Always love to connect with you there. And as all, if you'd like to apply to become a co-author of one of my upcoming books, just head on over to the website, moneymatterstoptips.com, and click on Become an Author to Apply. All right, so today is a very special Reunion 2020 episode. What is that? That's when I bring on a guest I had on in the past, and I liked him so much I had to bring him right back. So today's guest is Jennifer Roos, who is a who is the CEO over at Sterling Rose Consulting Corp. Uh, Jennifer, welcome back to the show. Thank you for having me, and happy 2020. Yes, happy 2020, and excited about to get into uh, entrepreneurship and business with you today. Um, I couldn't think of who else I'd like to bring on the show to talk about that. Um, that being said, I don't want to. The, the show's grown quite a bit since um, we last spoke. I don't want to assume all the new listeners had a chance to go back and listen to the old episodes. So let's start off by just kind of laying the, uh, the the basis for uh, what you're doing now over at Sterling Rose Consulting. Sure. So Sterling Rose Consulting Corp about to have our seventh anniversary, actually. Ooh, congratulations! Woohoo! Thank you, thank you. Uh, it's been a long road, but it's been a uh, it's been a blast. Uh, so we are still a full service business consulting firm. We've actually brought on a whole bunch of new people this year, so it's been a crazy ride already right, for the beginning of the year. Wow. Um, we have the, we still have the full divisions. The first division being business consulting. And there we do business plan creation review, operations, feasibility studies, due diligence, immigration visa work, as well as corporate expansion, scalability, and succession planning. And then our second division is marketing. And then we do strategic and tactical marketing plans, as well as we are an agency, so media relations, public relations, investor relations. And our last division is tech. And there we do custom CRM and ERP systems. We're Zoho Alliance partner. Uh, Salesforce partner, and we also are a um, we provide gateway services for POS systems and merchant services as well. Wow, so um, quite a bit there. What are the so obviously there's a lot of business owners, entrepreneurs listening. What are the um, what are the kind of type of clients you'd like to work with? So actually, about 38 percent of our business right now is small and startups and small business. Uh, about 32 percent is mid cap, and the rest is large scale corporations. I I just love working with anybody who's willing and looking to scale, grow, and sustain growth. So our our topic today, business and entrepreneurship. Let's uh, let's start off by talking about some of those uh, those those newer businesses or those startups and what they're and what they're sure. doing. What do you find are some of the uh, the key things that startups need to have in place in order to really um, have a chance at having their business concept um, succeed? So for starters, one of the biggest things I see is they have these great ideas and they do know what they're doing, and most of them know what they're doing as far as the product itself and or the service, right, what they're going to give out. But they don't know who they should be selling it to, number one. Number two, they don't have any marketing on the back end, so they have no way of promoting it. And third, from a legal standpoint and from an insurance and risk standpoint, they're not covered in case something goes wrong. So a lot of them, they're selling the product out there, but they don't understand the implications of what that means for the future of their business. Mm. So they don't even know how much it costs to build or, or service their clients. Mm. 
So uh, what I'm hearing is a lot, a lot of the metrics. And does that go into the? And I know, you know, once upon a time before you launched a business, you would it was just it was pretty textbook that you had to have this long drawn out business plan. You had to do some type of study. You had to. Now I, I think I don't know what when it started. Possibly when in my mind when it started was with some of these the social media models of not knowing what the product, how you were going to monetize the product, and gaining the following first, and then kind of figuring out what's going to make the most sense to monetize. Um, so I think that led to a bit of um, a lack of planning on the on the front end. Would you agree, or do you see something different? I, I don't know what how to explain it, but there was a shift. There was a shift. There was not a shift, very honestly. And even in social media, you metrics together, even for a social media and marketing company, that state you know what the return on investment is going to be from the front end. The reality is, these companies that think that they can just throw it up on the wall and hope for the best are not thinking strategically about actually keeping a company alive. The company, it's a business. It has to be run like a business. And to do that, you have to strategically plan out what you are going to do and how you're going to service your customer. Because yeah, you can have a great product and a great service and, and all of a sudden you have a million customers. Well, that's, that's wonderful, but you know you can actually have many customers and grow too fast because you don't have enough personnel and, or quality control or product to service the customer. And you can grow too slow. But you've got to figure out what you want to do and how you're going to service that customer because at the end of the day, you could blow up your own company. So let's uh, let's let's switch it up a bit. Let's now um, change into let's say some of these uh, the companies that have viable companies and they've been in business for a little mm-hmm. bit and now they're kind of stuck and they're thinking about what scaling looks like and how to mature and get that next rung of revenue. Um, and, let's, and let's just say that they're they're in that like one million dollar range, and they and you know they're having a real hard time getting to that five million dollar range just to put some meat on it. Um, what kind of mm-hmm. um, challenges do you find um, those type of companies have to overcome, and like what what you found has been pretty helpful for them in implementing? Some of the things helpful in implementing to move them from a one million to a five million dollar company is sometimes a, a, a refresh of the brand. Uh, having customers out there and, and going after target markets that they don't traditionally go after, right? A lot of times you service an area, a specific area or a specific niche, and it's great. You've now, you've now conquered that niche marketplace. Mm-hmm. Now, if you want to get to that next level, you have to either come up with a product or service that goes after that next area or next grouping or come with a brand that can then resonate with a different niche marketplace. So a lot of times this product and service can go across different verticals, can go across different industries, but people don't think about it because they specialize in one industry. So bringing on the right staff to support different industry can actually take them from that $1 million to that $5 million. And it's as simple as refreshing the brand and putting a different spin and story around a product that you've already proven to work. That's awesome. Um, Let's talk about um, the. I know you also have the tech background side. What do you find um, some of these companies are lacking and on the tech side that kind of hold them back systems-wise, typically? Okay, so one of the biggest things is a lot of these companies, especially ones that have been around for a long period of time, still use Excel sheets to for their CRM. Uh, so their sales sheets are done on Excel, mm. and their inventory is on a different sheet. It doesn't coincide with anything in any any system, and they're still using Access, or their email systems aren't completely integrated, 
or the social media is done by somebody completely different, has nothing to do with the salespeople. Uh, everything is all over the place rather than working together to be one fluid system. Mm-hmm. To make things work, you've got to remember that each department is not autonomous. It's part of the same company, and they need to work and speak to each other. And so a lot of what I'm seeing for some of the larger companies or some of the older companies is that they have all these great systems that have come up over the years, but they never upgraded them to uh, one single ERP or CRM solution. That would be a big thing that, from a scaling standpoint that would help them a great deal. Yeah, definitely. I mean, just with what CRMs are able to do now, like in the amount of time they save, even just your salespeople and following up and doing other things, like with dialers and all all these other things, it's just so, time is so valuable. And uh, I, I get it. I get it. <laughs> well, you know what it is? It's, you see the upfront cost of integrating your, your systems. And there's a huge expense to it, right? Mm-hmm. The problem is they're not looking at the return of it. You know, all of the time and energy spent by the sales force, the marketing people, the financial team, the human resource departments, that they're losing because they're not using a system. So they're, they're just not looking at the what it would actually save them in the long run and what kind of return on investment they'll get from the cusp base because now you have a better way of getting in touch with and understanding who your customers are. So, Jennifer, you know I can talk to you about uh, entrepreneurship and business all day long, but we're about out of time for today. If somebody's listening and they want more information on Sterling Road Consulting or to follow up, um, what's the best way for them to reach out? You can call me directly at 470-202-8659 or send me an email at info at sterlingroadconsultingcorp.com. Also, I'm going to be launching a new website. It will be up on February 1st. You can come up and take a look at that as well uh, and contact us and book any of my consultants and people through there as well. And you can always find me on LinkedIn too. Perfect. Well, Jennifer, great having you back on the show. Um, Great times there. And uh, to the audience, as always, thank you for tuning in. Hope you got a lot of value out of this. Uh, If you did, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. Uh, Leave me a review on the Apple iTunes store. Uh, Subscribe to YouTube channel. Just launched that, the Money Matters Top Tips channel. Um, And if you have uh, opinions or questions on entrepreneurship, um, be sure to comment on those YouTube videos. Love to to talk to you there. And Jennifer, as always, thank you for coming to the show. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me. 